0: Good evening from the Ryman Gymnasium on the campus of Alverno College. Don Waterwitz, happy to be joining you tonight on a much nicer day in southeast Wisconsin. One of the nicest days we have seen in a long, long time. Temperatures hitting into the 40s and some areas reporting 50s, snow melting, not so fast that it floods the basements, which is always a good thing, but a beautiful day out there today. But tonight, we are inside. We're inside the Ryman Gymnasium as the Alverno Inferno, 0-8 on the season, take on the Lakeland University Muskies who come in at 2-5. and 5. Alverno riding a 10 game losing streak going back to last season. Lakeland on a four game losing streak of their own. They are one and five in conference as they did have a game that was a non conference game. Alverno tonight coming in seven and 25 all time against Lakeland. They are 5-9 at home. They have not beaten the Muskies under head coach Nancy Rockwell as of yet. The last three meetings between the two teams, January 28th of last year, Lakeland, a 73-63 win here at the Ryman. About two weeks before that, it was 71-50 lakeland on their home court and then dating back to a couple years ago, February 16th, 2019, a 40-point Lakeland victory, 86 to 46 over Alverno. Lakeland has won the last nine meetings between the two teams. The last time Alverno won, have to go back five years ago, February 13th of 2016, a 65-62 Alverno victory. Alverno has had some success in this series. They scored a high of 84 points back in 2015 against this Lakeland team in an 84-75 win. Lakeland, their high in the series was 86 in that 86-46 victory a couple of years ago. The highest combined total is 159 points. That was that January 14th game that Alverno scored 84 and won. Least points scored, Alverno 25 in this series. You go all the way back to 20, 2005 when they lost 60-25 to 25 at Lakeland in the inf- infancy of this program. Lakeland's low is 42 and a 48-42 loss here at Alverno on January 15th of 2013. The lowest combined total between the two teams, 85 points in a 60-25 to 25 Lakeland win at Lakeland. Again, that was on December 7th of 2005. The Muskies, they're being outscored by over 7.5 points this season, 62.6 to 54.9. They're shooting 37% from the floor, struggling from outside, just 23% and 66% at the charity stripe. Meanwhile, their opponents shooting 37% and 26% from outside. Lakeland also being out-rebounded on the season by nearly eight rebounds a game. They're averaging 13 turnovers a contest. For Alverno, they're being outscored by over 40 points on the season, 74 to 33 and a half. The Inferno struggling 27% from the floor 21% 21% from outside and 50% at the free throw line. Meanwhile, their opponent shooting 42% from the floor and 30% from outside. Alverno being out-rebounded by about 6.5 rebounds a game, 42 to 35.6. And the big number is turnovers for this young Inferno team. 27 and half turnovers. 16, almost 17 more than their opponent a game. They're being outscored in games on points off turnovers by 25 points, 30 to five. So really, when you're looking at the struggles outside of the shooting percentage, you look at rebounding, yeah, they're down six and a half rebounds a game, but they've actually been doing a better job of rebounding in the past few games as they've hauled in over 40 rebounds in each of the two games at Wisconsin Lutheran. 41 and 43 rebounds. They started off the season with 42 and 37 rebounds at Marion and then kind of were hanging around that 25 to 35 range for those games in between, between CUW and MSOE. So if you're really looking at what needs to happen here for Alverno to walk out of here with A bit of a surprise win over Lakeland. Need to crash the boards, win that rebounding battle, need to not turn the ball over. That's been a big Achilles heel all season for Alverno as they have had 33 and 32 turnovers in the last two games and in three of the last four, they've been over 30. That second game against MSOE, they had 39. Sandwiched in there is that game at CUW where they did a decent job, only 19 turnovers, their second lowest total of the season when it comes to turnovers. And that's gonna be the key to this one. Can Alverno get their shots off? Because they've had some trouble with just being able to even get shots off here this season. Just 35 shots attempted in that second game against MSOE as they turn the ball over 39 times in that contest. So the Inferno need to play it a little more mistake-free basketball here to be able to have a chance against this Lakeland team. This Lakeland squad is huge, by the way. They only traveled with 18 due to COVID protocols. They have almost 25 players on their roster. They've only actually run in any game 15 players on the season, that's the only ones that have had any sort of playing time. Looking back on this date in Alverno history, February 23rd. Alverno has played two games on the 23rd of February. They are 0-2 all time, 0-1 here at home. In 2008, Alverno lost to Edgewood here at the Ryman, 58 to 43, and then in 2017, they played this Lakeland team in the second round of the NAC tournament, falling 79 to 63. Looking ahead to tomorrow, I won't be joining you on the Alverno Sports Network. Instead, you will get Matt Pauly. He will be on the call. Alverno, 0-1 all time on the 24th. That game against Lakeland, 67-61. They fell in the first round of the NAC tournament. So Alverno looking to pick up a win here on this day in history, February 23rd. As we are about ready to get started, we're gonna turn it over to public address announcer Dan Pfeiffer for the introduction of tonight's game. Alverno and Lakeland
1: in a positive manner profanity racial or sexist comments or other intimidating actions directed at officials student athletes coaches or team representatives will not be tolerated and are grounds for removal from the Ryman gymnasium also the consumption or possession of alcoholic beverages or tobacco products is prohibited prohibited Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ryman Gymnasium on the campus of Alverno College for tonight's Northern Athletics Collegiate Conference Women's Basketball Game featuring the muskies of Lakeland University and your uh, Alverno Inferno! And now to honor America and all that it stands for, as well as our freedom, and all those who serve to protect it, please rise for the playing of our national anthem. It's now time for tonight's starting lineups. First for the visitors, the Lakeland Muskies. Edgar 5 5'7, Freshman from Menasha, number 15, Alexios. Edgar 5 5'6 Jr. from Evergreen Park, Illinois, number 4, Casey Gardner. Edgar to 5-6 Senior from Crystal Falls, Michigan, number 1, Abby Nyland. At guard, a 5'6 senior from Racine, number 23, Janae Farr. And at forward, a 6'3 senior from Lake Mills, number 55, Megan Will. The head coach of the Muskies in her first season is Amber Peterson. She is assisted by Kayla Clark and Jackie Kriegel. And now it's time to meet the starting lineup for your. Uh, Aferno Inferno! (laughs) At guard, a 5'6 freshman from Kewaskum, number three, Courtney Zarda! At forward, a 5'9 freshman from Dickinson, Texas, number 11, Orion Wilcox! Edgard, a 5'5'' senior from North Las Vegas, Nevada, number one, Dom Hudson. Hetcard a 5'8'' sophomore from Yucca Valley, California, number 292, Angie Rutgen. And the woman in the middle for the Inferno is a 6'1'' sophomore, From Aurora, Illinois, number 31, Keshia Bellows. The assistant coaches are Mackenzie Matthews and Jim Opperman. And the head coach of URL, Verno Inferno, in her third season is Nancy Rockwell.
0: And with that, we are ready for tip at the Ryman Gymnasium. Alverno trying to get in the win column. Just two more opportunities and they're both against this Lakeland team. Will and Bellows in the circle as we're ready for tip. And the opening tip is gonna be controlled by Lakeland. Gardner brings it in the front court. Moving over to the right, now back to the left. Guarded by Hudson on the left wing. Swings it to the top, they feed underneath the Will. She's blocked by Bellows. And Wilcox with the rebound. Right away, good start for Alverno. Zarda on the left wing, hands off to Rukin. Underneath the Bellows against Will. Can't get the hook to fall. The rebound comes down to Gardner for Lakeland. She feeds it down court to Janae far and far under the basket. Is blocked out of bounds and it'll remain Lakeland basketball. Couple of quick ones underneath. Bellows feeling it tonight. Good to see that early on from Keshaya. Get it in, left of the circle, open three for Yost. Partway down and out, started to circle the drain and then slipped out, Bellows with the rebound. Zarda on the right wing, hands off to Rukin. Rukin guarded by Nyland, gives to Wilcox, right elbow. Zarda, pass goes off her hand, it was a little tall and it goes out of bounds and a turnover by Alverno. No score about a minute into our opening quarter, Alverno and Lakeland here on the Alverno Sports Network. Straight on Yost gives her to the right side to Farr. They flip it around to Gardner. Gardner at the free throw line, pulls up against Hudson and drops it in. Gardner in her last three games against Alverno averaging over 10 points and four rebounds. She's been good against the Inferno. And she gets Lakeland on the board to zip. Rootgen a three and a little too strong. Bounces out to Will at the free throw line for Lakeland. Gardner on the right wing. Gives over to Far. They swing it around underneath now for Will. Will gets her own rebound on the miss. Throws it over everything on the rebound. And comes down to Zarda for Alverno will just went over a thousand this season a long two by bellows is off the back iron can't get it to fall Saved from going out of bounds by gardner but she throws it right to hudson and hudson says calm down let's get set up waits for bellows to catch up right of the circle will out guarding her outside wilcox left elbow gives to Rupkin a catch and shoot two off the back iron rebound is knocked out of bounds Coming in was Gardner slapping it away and she slaps it out of bounds baseline. First substitutions of the game, it'll be Zeno, Morgan Zeno, Lauren Downs, as well as Haley Walding into the game for Lakeland. 7.50 to play in our opening quarter. Two zip, Lakeland leads. Zarda looking to get it in, has to go up top to Rutgen. Rutgen moving to the left with the dribble, gives to Bellows at the free throw line. Out to Rukin, Rukin, left of the circle, three is a little too strong and the rebound in the near corner, grabbed by Yost for Lakeland. Gardner on the right wing, gives over to the left side for down, she passed on a three, tosses to the right side to Walding and Walding's going to be fouled as she tried to drive down the right blocks. believe that'll go against Hudson, it does. And that'll be the first against Hudson. The first against Alverno. Inbounding situation. Not on any sort of attempt at a shot. They get it into Zeno. Zeno had a little trouble handling it, but is able to pull it in. Free throw line extended right side. Hands off to Gardner under the basket. Kicks it out on the left wing to Downs. Drives baseline. She leaves it out on the right wing for Walding. Loses a handle. Tries to save it from going out of bounds and can't. And it'll be Alverno basketball. They're putting pressure on the backcourt and it works. Zarda has it slipped through her hands and Gardner comes up with it for Lakeland. They give right of the circle for Walding. She gives it off to the right to Yost. Now straight on for Downs for a three. Off to the right, hit the backboard and that was it. And the rebound by Bellows. Zarda hands off to Rukin on the left wing. Feeds underneath, now out to Bellows. Right elbow jumper is good. And Alverno ties it up at two. 6.42 to play in the first quarter. Gardner leaves it out for Walding, A three from the right wing. Off the back iron, rebound is tipped. Finally picked up by Yost at the right elbow. And the Muskies will reset. Gardner to the left side for Yost, down the left block. She's blocked, Munchy with the big block. Munching that ball up right there. Alverno basketball as they're moving left to right. Zarda gives to Wilcox who just got the block. Rukin a long two from the left wing, drops it in. And Alverno with a lead, four to two. Rukin shooting one of 18 from the floor in the last three games. Good to see her knock one down with six minutes to play in our first quarter. Walding straight on for Downs. Downs one dribble back to Walding on the right wing. Zeno right elbow holding the ball high. One dribble gives the Gardner a 10 on the shot clock. Pulls up high post right side. She's got all four for the Muskies. Five and a half minutes to play in the first quarter. Four, four the score, Rupkin. In the left corner after one dribble, feeds Bellows. Backing up Zeno, Bellows is off the backboard, off the front of the rim and out, and Gardner with the rebound for Lakeland. In transition, Walding on the right wing. Using a screen, moving to the left, pitches over to Downs. Downs at the free throw line, pulls up, partially blocked by Bellows. Rukin saves it from going out of bounds. Baseline, secured by Hudson for the red and white. Zarda to Hudson on the right wing. 4-4, game is tied midway through the first quarter. Wilcox down the right blocks, nice move, but shoots it over the basket. She'll be at the line, shooting two. Missed who that was on, substitutions, Far coming in along with Nyland and Will. And I believe that was 14, Haley Walding, they call it on, her first. Wilcox at the line, shooting two. She is just 38% on the season. First one away and just a little bit too strong by Wilcox. Averaging seven and a half points, seven and a half rebounds on the season. Second free throw away, just cannot get it to fall. Rebound goes out of bounds, baseline. They're gonna say last touch by Lakeland. It'll remain Alverno basketball. Wanna say hello to Vorian Wilcox's mom watching in Texas. Munchie with a good start there, mama. For all, the score midway through the first quarter of the game. Zarda looking out left of the offensive basket. Gets it in up top, into the hands of Bellows. Bellows holding on the ball, gives to Zarda on the left side. Zarda straight on three. Oh, just a little bit off to the right. Look good off the hand, but couldn't get it to fall and rebound goes out of bounds to the Lakeland bench. Checking in for Lakeland will be Gardner replacing Downs for the Muskies. Knotted up at four apiece with 4.45 to play in our opening quarter. Gardner moving over to the left side gives off to Nyland. Farr swings it back to Gardner on the right side at the free throw line, kicks it out to Farr. Farr guarded by Rutgen, finds some space, fights a triple team, throws it off the backboard too heavy and the rebound by Bellows for Alverno. She's been busy underneath on the defensive end. Zarda being guarded by Farr, gets it over to Bellows right of the circle, trying to look underneath, nowhere to go. Wilcox left wing to Rootgen, Rootgen turnaround shot as she's falling down, hits the backboard, that's it, Will with the rebound for the Muskies. Left side, Nyland, a nice move against Wilcox, but Wilcox able to rebound and cut her off. Walding, free throw line, out to Gardner, Gardner over to Nyland on the left wing. Nyland left elbow, gives to Gardner, they give to Will underneath with 10 on the shot clock. Great job by Bellows, contested. Will a little bit short. And Rutgen with the rebound for Alverno. Bellows left of the circle. They bring Will out to guard. Wilcox, right elbow. Wilcox moving against Gardner and she walked. She knew it, she made the sign herself. That ball I think just kinda slipped up a little bit higher than she thought it would as she was trying to pass it off and she couldn't get a handle on it. Three and a half minutes to play in our opening quarter. We're tied at 4. Gardner between the arcs, guarded by Hudson, gives to Nyland on the left wing, right of the circle for Walding, down the right blocks against Wilcox and Walding able to find her way to the basket and lays it up and in and it's a 6-4 lead for Lakeland with about 3 minutes left to play here in The first quarter, a long two from the short left corner by Rootkin is short. Rebound grabbed by Gardner. Hudson had a chance at it for Alverno. Gardner down the far sideline. Straight on Walding. Feeds Will underneath. Bellows putting a lot of body on her and Will just throwing it towards the ring and getting it to fall. Quickly now Lakeland doubling up Alverno. 8-4 with 2.35 to play in our opening quarter. Rootkin on the left wing. Gives to Bellows, left elbow. Finds Hudson, and Hudson's going to be fouled, a reach-in there by Nyland. Nyland will pick up her first, the second against the team. Checking in for Alverno is the junior transfer, Kay Cooper. Cooper averaging 3.3 rebounds over the last three games. Smallest player on the court, but she's getting the job done. Underneath, Zeno checks in for Lakeland, as does Yoast. And now Tise will come in and give Bellows her first break of the game. Wilcox gets it into Cooper. Cooper back to Wilcox, top of the key. Wilcox looking underneath, Tise coming out now, gives to Tise, open two, long one, nothing but the bottom of the net. Michaela Tise, averaging 4.3 points a game over the last three games, about a point and a half better than her season average, pulls Alverno to within two. The feet underneath to Zeno, working around Tise, and she's able to lay it in. Zeno? Seeing action in her eighth game coming off a season high eight points last time out. Cooper to Rutkin in the left corner drives baseline gets cut off puts up a turnaround shot just outside the blocks but she's short and far with the rebound for Lakeland. Ahead to Nyland on the left wing Gardner straight on working against Hudson gives off right wing a three by Yost high arcing shot is short off the front of the rim and Hudson with the rebound. Cooper will bring it across for Alverno. Tise right of the circle. Zeno comes out. Rukin left elbow. Rukin looking, somewhere to go, finds Cooper. Cooper underneath to Wilcox, one dribble, trying to find space, nicely contested by Gardner. Hudson with the rebound for Alverno. Cooper a three off the front of the rim, off the backboard and out. For Alverno, that three just not dropping. Alverno's only had one triple in each of the last four games. Under a minute to play in our opening quarter. 10-6 the Lakeland lead. Yost gives in the left corner for Gardner. She drives baseline, puts a lot of elbow into Hudson and they're gonna call Hudson on that one. Hudson will pick up her second personal and I think she's gonna check out now as Zarda's gonna come in. Gardner will inbound right of the offensive basket, leading by four. Far in the left corner, working against Cooper, driving in the paint. Sidewinder layup is too heavy, but she fights for her own rebound and scoop layup is good for Far, Far the her godfather, and now they're gonna call an inbounding violation against Alverno, so a turnover by the Inferno. Her godfather is Karan Butler, played 14 years in the NBA. From Racine, far and Butler. Just a few years ago, Racine renamed a streak around Butler Boulevard. Gardner moving to the right side, just a few seconds between the shot clock and the game clock. So that a big turnover by Alverno. Gardner straight on. Far on the left wing, working around Cooper into the paint, tries to throw it off to Zeno underneath, but she was fouled by Cooper first and that is going to be the first against Cooper and the third against Alverno. 18 seconds left to play in the first quarter. No shot clock. So Lakeland can play for the last shot. Nyland on the left wing, dribbling to the right, hands off to Gardner. Gardner dancing around outside the arc on the left wing with 10 to play. Gardner on the right side. Nyland, oh a double dribble by Nyland there and then she puts up a three from right of the circle. Nyland had both hands on that basketball and then put it on the court again. But she gets the three to drop, not seen by the officials that she double dribbled there and it's a 15 to six lead for the Muskies as we head into the second quarter of play that's unfortunate when you should have gotten the ball off of a double dribble turnover and it was missed and then they put up a three and they nail it oh rough one i'm happy to bring you this broadcast of alverno inferno basketball tonight we thank you for tuning in if you enjoy the production and the opportunity to watch this game between alverno and lakeland Won't you consider clicking the donate button in the lower left corner just under the video window and the text title of the game? All donations go towards Alverno Athletics. Thanks for your consideration. 15-6 here after the first quarter of play and our stats unfortunately not updating on our stream, on our stats site. So unable to give you anything really other than the scoring here in the first quarter. Gardner led the way for Lakeland with four. Nyland, the senior with that triple, with three. Walding, Farr, Zeno, and Will, each with two points. For Alverno, two points apiece from Rutkin, Bellows, and Tise. Nine point lead for Lakeland as we begin the second quarter of play. See if the Inferno can start off with a good possession here. Bellows at the free throw line. Gives to Cooper on the right wing. Bellows right elbow jumper. Will late to get out there and she knocks it down. Good possession to start off the second quarter for Alverno. They pulled it within seven, 15 to eight. And a turnover by Lakeland. All right, there's a decent start to this quarter. Not even 30 seconds in, 15 to eight. And now Lakeland putting some pressure on the backcourt. Far all over Cooper. Cooper is able to get rid of her and get the ball to Bellows on the left elbow. Bellows standing with the basketball. Now Will tries to close in a little bit. Wilcox, right of the circle. Wilcox needs to do something with it. Rutgen, a long two from the left wing, short off the near side rim, and Will with the rebound for Lakeland. Gardner, left of the circle, gives over to the left wing for Yost. Far to Nyland, into that left corner for Yost. Will puts it up, and the foul, and Bellows pulled back. She knew, but she just couldn't pull back quick enough. She's had a done a great job underneath working against Will. And Will at the line. She's 12 of 16 from the charity stripe. Will's been struggling as of late the last four games. And she knocks it down. Will comes in averaging 13 and a half points, but just 8.3 points a game for Will over the last four games. And Alverno might need to get some help back there as it's a two on two, but they're able to get it into Cooper. Wilcox is gonna try and bring it across and now a foul on Gardner for the Muskies. That will be the first against Gardner and the first against the team. A 10 point lead for Lakeland with 8.50 to play in our second quarter. Wilcox, the official gives her the basketball as Cooper's trying to tie her shoe and Wilcox alerts him to it and he resets it. Cooper down the far sideline. Far all over. Rutgen on the left wing. Feeds underneath to Bellows. Bellows looking for help. Wilcox left elbow for Alverno. And a foul by Far. She was trying to beat the basketball to Cooper but got way too much body on Cooper. And that will be the first foul against Far. and Wilcox uh, having trouble getting a handle on the basketball that'll allow Lakeland to get some subs in Downs and Walding check in Downs a sophomore out of West Bend and Walding a junior out of Bradenton Florida three-year captain of the Sarasota Military Academy team school's all-time leading scorer Cooper gives to Rukin, who fires underneath the bellows, trying to work around Will, and Will is able to get a block and gives it off to Gardner as the Muskies move right to left. Gardner, left wing to Walding. Walding at the free throw line is able to drop it in. Walding has four points in the game. Coming off of a nine-point performance last time out. Cooper trying to go coast to coast, shoots it over Will, but off the backboard, and maybe caught a little bit of the front of the rim. Gardner had the rebound for Lakeland. She gives to Walding. Walding tries to leave it back out for downs, and it's taken away by Cooper. Cooper's gonna go to the basket. She's fouled, though and can't get the teardrop to drop. But she'll be at the line shooting two. Downs picks up her first. That's the third against Lakeland. That'll put Cooper at the line, four of 10 on the season. Zeno will check in for Will. Zeno a junior out of Twin Lakes. Went to Wilmot Union High School. Cooper's first one is good. Her first point in the game. Deep breath by Cooper, high arcing second one is also good. Good to see Cooper dropping in a couple of free throws as Hudson will check in for her. Cooper overall shooting just one of 14 over the last three games. She's been a little bit cold, but so has Olive Alverno, a Wayne County Community College transfer is Cooper. Left side for Walding. Walding gives the top to Gardner. Zarda out Gardner. Gardner to Walding on the right wing. Downs right of the circle. Feeds underneath to Zeno. Outside the blocks mid post. 10 on the shot clock and finding space underneath is Yost right under the basket able to hit the bunny and Yost has her first points of the game. Wilcox right of the circle, 12 point lead for Lakeland, three minutes expired here in the second quarter. Bellows left elbow to the right elbow to Wilcox. Holding the ball up high, needs to go somewhere with it, 10 on the shot clock, finds Zarda, Zarda out to Hudson. Hudson gives to Zarda, right of the circle two and she gets it to fall. Got the shooter's bounce, did Zarda. Zarda averaging just 2.3 points a game over the last four games, came into tonight averaging four points a game. Yost hands off to Gardner, stops at the free throw line, feeds Zeno has trouble holding to the ball, taken away by Bellows. Bellows has performed really, really well in this game thus far. Six and a half to play here in the first quarter, 10 point lead for Lakeland. Wilcox, open, right elbow, misses everything. Rukin saves it from going out of bounds, but saves it right to Downs for Lakeland. Downs all the way across, right side to left side to Walden, couple dribbles moving to her right, gives to Downs, feeds Zeno at the free throw line, into the right corner, Yost a three, wide open and good. Yost hits her second triple of the season. She was one of 15 from distance, up until that shot for the freshman out of Menasha starting her second straight game. A two time first team all conference selection, a thousand point scorer in high school was Yost. And it's 25-12 in favor of Lakeland as Alverno takes the timeout. Wanna thank you for joining us here On the Alverno Sports Network, hey, if you want to get one of those Alverno scarves to celebrate 20 years of Alverno College athletics, you can still do so. The department has them available to commemorate the occasion. The scarf measures 65 inches long by seven and a half inches wide. It has the classic Alverno logo on each end. Set on top of a red flame, the words Alverno College run the length of the scarf between the end logos on each side in bold white text. There's also fringe on each end. You can have this scarf and stay warm for years to come with a minimum $25 donation to support athletic department initiatives. Shipping is only six bucks extra, and the scarves have started to ship out. Started yesterday, so get your order in tonight at alverno.edu/scarf. Coming out of the timeout, Alverno will inbound, trailing by 13 with 5.55 to play in our first half. Overall, Alverno not playing bad this game, but Lakeland just knocking down some shots in consecutive ones. Hudson at the top of the key finds Wilcox standing at the free throw line. She holds on to the ball, turns around, Nyland on her, hands off to Rutgen. Rutgen backing up. 10 on the clock for Hudson. Hudson trying to direct traffic. Gets help from Bellows, left elbow. Six on the clock. Wilcox on the right elbow, driving to the paint. Puts up a shot, and they're gonna say off of Alverno, as she got tied up with Walding. but they say it was all ball, and it'll go out of bounds and be Lakeland basketball. 520 to play in our first half. the Lakeland lead, they have the possession. Zeno holding up high on the left side, gives to Gardner on the right. Pitches over to Walding on the right wing. Checking into the game was Elena Smith for Alverno. They find Zeno underneath, and an easy bunny for Zeno. She has four points. 27-12, a 15-point lead for Lakeland. Hudson picks up her dribble, finds Wilcox, cutting to the basket, she puts it off the glass and in. Nice job by Wilcox as she picks up her first points of the game. And it's 27-14 in favor of Lakeland. Losing the basketball was Gardner, she's able to underhand it to Walding. Back to Gardner, they feed Zeno underneath. Hudson comes in to double team and the ball comes loose and Bellows picks it up for Alverno. The Inferno moving left to right, Hudson down the far sideline, guarded by Downs. Hudson picks up her dribble, Downs all over, finds Wilcox cutting again, and lays it up and in. Alverno's found something right there, oh boy. 27-16, 4.05 to play in our first half. Walding at the free throw line, kicks it out for Downs. Downs moving down the left blocks, pulls up mid-post. Shot is off the left side of the rim and another rebound for Bellows. Bellows looks exhausted but it's hard to take her out of there the way she is playing right now. Rukin on the left wing. Rukin cutting the basket puts it off the glass and in and Alverno with a little 6-0 run here now and it's 27-18. A still a nine-point lead For Lakeland, a lot more work to do. Zeno hands it off to Walding. Walding into a double team, a triple team, and she's going to be fouled, trying to put up the shot coming from the right side. And Hudson a little slow to get up. They're going to, oh, offensive foul. They're going to call that against the Muskies. That'll be the second against Walding. Didn't see that coming. Far will and Yost check into the game for the Muskies, so add Nyland and Walding, and that's your five for Lakeland. Three and a half to play in the first half, a nine-point deficit for Alverno. But it was 15 just a couple moments ago. Alverno on a little 6-0 run, Rutgen working on the left wing, gives to Wilcox, straight on. Finds Hudson, Hudson right wing. Gives to Rutgen, a long two left of the circle is short and the rebound grabbed by Will over in the far short corner. Nyland brings it across with the alternating hand dribble. Gives over to the right side to Walding. Walding to far, straight on. Over to the left wing, they fire underneath. Nyland to Will, she kicks it back out to Walding. Walding down the right blocks and she's able to lay it off the glass and in. Waldy now with half a dozen in the game 29-18 the lead for Lakeland underneath Bellows goes up contested by Will Will with the block she's got a couple of those both the bigs underneath with a couple of blocks in this game far on the left wing feeds underneath to Will Will well short on her turnaround shot Bellows just getting in close, and that is throwing Will off. Zarda on the left wing. Rukin feeds underneath to Wilcox. Wilcox moves to her left and lays it up. Vorian Wilcox with half a dozen here in the second quarter. She's heating up whatever they talked about in that timeout. She took to heart, 29-20. The Lakeland lead with under two minutes to play. Will, another shot where she doesn't really get a good look at the basket. Hooks it up there, and the rebound comes down to Rukin for Alverno. Zarda on the left wing, working against Far. Far cuts her off. Bellows, left elbow feeds underneath to Rukin. Rutgen. Rukin's blocked by Nyland. Ball is loose, and it's eventually secured by Nyland for Lakeland. Nine-point lead for the Muskies. 90 seconds to play in our first half. Nyland straight on. Feeds to Will at the free throw line, out to Nyland. Right wing three for Nyland is off the mark, around the rim and out, and Rutgen with another rebound. Big smile on her face. You haven't seen that much from this Alverno squad because they know they're in this one. The feed underneath to Zarda, Zarda working in the paint, gives to Rutgen, Rutgen down the left blocks, lays it off the glass and off the front of the rim, just a little too hard, and Yost with the rebound with a minute to play in the first half for Lakeland. Yost trying to work her way around Wilcox. Nice spin move out to Will. Will, long two from the left wing off the near side rim and she's frustrated. The rebound was grabbed by Bellows. Hudson slows it down as she brings it across. Gives to Bellows. Will comes out to contest. Bellows to Wilcox, left wing. Wilcox holding the ball up high and we're gonna have an offensive foul as Will crashes to the court and Bellows comes to help her up. That'll be the second against Bellows. The second against Alverno and Bellows just to make sure she doesn't pick up a cheap one with 31.1 seconds left. Coach Rockwell will take her out and give her a little bit of an extended breather going into the half. She has played a heck of a first half, folks. 29-20, Lakeland leads though. Far on the right wing, will straight on. Over to the left side for Walding. Walding. Into the paint. leads for Will. Right elbow jumper. And it's short. But the rebound grabbed by Yost for Lakeland. Nyland. Left elbow. Hands off to Farr. Farr is going to pick up a foul against Wilcox. Wilcox got in there a little too much. But it probably saved a basket. That'll be the first against Wilcox. Only her first. She's fouled out of two games this season. Registered four fouls in three other games. So not necessarily a, a bad one there. The first of the game for her is as knocks down the first. Farr just 2 of 6 for Farr at the charity stripe on the season. Now 3 of 7 from the free throw line. Second shot away is off the front of the rim. She can't get it to fall. Tise with the rebound to Zarda. And the time will expire here in the second quarter. Lakeland will take a 10-point lead into the half. 30-20. to 20 over Alverno. We'll come back in a little bit and when we do we'll recap the first half of play if uh, we should be able to get some printed stats for you. But 30 to 20 and wow that first half really highlighted I, I have to say uh, really highlighted by Keshaya Bellows the sophomore center and then in that second quarter Vorian Wilcox offensively had a really nice quarter couple of uh, consecutive drives where they fed her where they found something where the lane was wide open and and they were just able to feed her and she was able to take those two steps and and get there to the basket and and lay it up and in. So Alverno a lot of positives in their favor right now as we head into halftime despite being down by 10. One of their well their best half I would say here at home this season. So uh, hopefully we can see some more of that here in the second half and start to cut into this deficit. 30-20, to 20, Lakeland leads Alverno at the half here on the Alverno Sports Network. We'll be back in about 10 minutes to recap the first half of play. Meanwhile, we'll leave you with the sounds from inside the Ryman Gymnasium. Welcome back at the half on the Alverno Sports Network. Don Wadowitz with you courtside at the Ryman Gymnasium. Feel free to reach out to me if you're on social media. Uh, Twitter's probably the easiest way if you're on there at Don Wadowitz, W-A-D-E-W-I-T-Z. Feel free to check in during my final game of the 2021 season. Matt Pauly will be joining you on the Alverno Sports Network tomorrow night. So let's take a look at the stats from the first half of play. There are two lead changes, two ties in that first half. Lakeland scoring 15 points in both quarters. Alverno a slow start, that's been typical. Just six points in the first quarter, but they countered with 14 in the second quarter. The 10 point deficit for Alverno is their lowest since the first game of the season against Marion when they led by seven or, lost, or trailed by seven at the half. Take a look at our shooting totals. Lakeland 13 of 32, 40.5%, 2 of 7 from outside and 2 of 3 at the free throw line. Alverno 9 of 29, 31% from the floor, 0 of 3 from outside, 2 of 4 at the free throw line. That second quarter they were 6 of 14, 43%, but they did allow Lakeland to shoot 50%. They were 6 of 12 from the floor. Turnovers we said that would be a big story in this one and despite Alverno being down by 10 they're actually leading the turnover battle seven to six. Four of those turnovers for Alverno have come from Vorian Wilcox and Wilcox is averaging nearly five turnovers per game this season for the freshman as she tries to get her feet underneath herself and get used to this college game although she had a really nice second quarter there scoring six points for the Inferno and that leads or is tied for the lead with all scorers. Also a six is Haley Walding on the other side for Lakeland. Rebounding. We said rebounding would be another one. That's uh, where Alverno's struggled in this one 23-18. They're down five in rebounding in that first half. Points off turnovers. Alverno even though they've gotten more turnovers, minus six in points off turnovers. 10 to four, Lakeland leads there. Lakeland plus 10 points in the paint, 18 to eight. Lakeland with a couple more offensive rebounds. They've turned that into a three zip lead on second chance points. Alverno actually leading in fast break points. We haven't seen that this season. Two zip Alverno with the narrow lead there. Some individual statistics from the first half of play. Haley Walding led all Lakeland players with six points as she was three of four shooting. She's been averaging seven points a game over the last three and shooting 42%. So she continues that hot streak here into this one. Five points and seven rebounds with three blocks for Megan Will. Five points, six rebounds for Alexa Yost. Four points for Morgan Zeno to go with a couple of assists. Four points for Casey Gardner with four rebounds. Nyland with three points in the game. Three points for Janae Farr with two rebounds. For Alverno, Wilcox with the six points and four assists along with a block. Shia Bellows, she has played with Will. Will, we said 5 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks. Bellows, 4 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks, and a steal. 4 points, 4 rebounds for Angie Rutkin. 2 points for Zarda, 2 for Cooper, 2 for Tise in that first half of play. Biggest lead for Lakeland was 15. Alverno did have a lead with about 6 minutes to play in that first quarter. They led at that point that was their last lead. Now let's see if Alverno can eat into this lead by Lakeland. Lakeland will get first shot with the basketball, leading by 10, now moving left to right, and the shot clock didn't get started with the game clock, so Lakeland will re-inbound here. And they are going to do it at the point of disruption, not gonna allow a mulligan here. So yeah, Bellows, uh, we talked about it, really great first half of play. Hopefully she can carry that over into the second half here. Gardner will have it, working between the arcs. Hudson guarding her. over to the left side to Nyland. Nyland straight on gives to Yost, they feed underneath the Will, Will contested again, a good look that time, and Bellows with her 8th rebound of the game. Zarda will bring it across the median as she's met by Gardner, moving to the right side, gives to Hudson on the low right wing, fires underneath the Bellows, out to Zarda, Zarda straight on, Hudson right wing, one dribble, uses it up, Hudson to Rutgen, 10 on the shot clock, Zarda finds Wilcox, Wilcox tries to feed Bellows. It's knocked away by Will for Lakeland and Lakeland controls now in the hands of Gardner. Gardner gives to Yost, Yost over to far on the right wing. Nyland straight on at the free throw line, pitches behind to Gardner. Gardner down the right block, speeds Will on the other side, Wilcox hits the deck. A three from the left wing by Yost is off the mark. It goes out of bounds, baseline off Gardner, and it'll be Alverno basketball. So Alverno with the chance to cut into this deficit again. A minute 15 gone in this third quarter. They trail by 10, 30 to 20. This is about as close as it's been all season for Alverno. Wilcox, nice little spin move. Can't get it to fall, but she picks up the foul against Yost. That'll be the first against Yost, and that'll put Wilcox at the line. Again, Varian struggling at the Charity stripe on the season, 38%, 0 for 2 in this game. High arcing shot and around and out, just can't get it to fall. Wilcox, as we said, averaging about five turnovers a game, and she's at that number right now in this one. But still 3 of 6 shooting from the floor. Wilcox, second free throw is away, and that's going to be short. Rebound is... Bounded about a bit and then Will is able to pick it up for Lakeland as Will picks up her eighth rebound of the game. Far on the left wing. One handed power pass all the way across to Gardner. Gardner tries to go up against Wilcox and Wilcox rejects her. Gardner slow to get up. It goes out of bounds. It'll remain Lakeland basketball. Wilcox with her second block in the game for Alverno. Alverno with five of those. Lakeland with four in this one. Will, off the inbound, hands off to Gardner, out to Will. Will, 12-footer from the right side, can't get it to fall, it's short. The rebound is grabbed by Yost. They swing it around to Gardner. Gardner, three from the left side, hits it off the near side rim and it goes out of bounds. And this isn't good. Bellows looks to be a little bit slow. She looks to be having some discomfort and she's looking over. Nope, oh, she's looking at Hudson, thought she was looking over at Coach Rockwell for a moment. Zarda, hands off to Rukin on the left wing. Under eight to play, here in the third quarter. Bellows at the free throw line, feeds Wilcox. Wilcox a little too strong with the two-handed layup, and Will with a rebound. She now has nine, Bellows with eight for Alverno. Bellows has pretty much been matching Will, and that's a good sign for Alverno, even if they're down by 10. Passes a little bit strong for Farr, cutting down the right blocks, picked up by Zarda for Alverno. Zarda hands off to Hudson on the right wing. Hudson looking underneath, feigns a pass, gives to Wilcox, right of the circle. Wilcox holding the ball up high, over to Zarda, left wing three, way off the mark, hit nothing. And out of bounds. Checking in for Alverno will be Tisse, and in for the Muskies is going to be Downs, Walding, and Zeno. It'll be that line coming up. Zarda struggling shooting-wise. Just 3 of 16 coming in field goal over the last 4 games. They feed underneath to Zeno, and Tise a little bit too much over the top of Zeno. She'll pick up the foul. That will be the first against Tise and the first against Alverno. 30-20, that was our halftime score. We're almost three minutes in to the third quarter. Left of the circle, Yost over to the right side for down. Circles around Zarda, her layup is off the glass and off the near side rim, and the rebound chased down by Yost, but it's out of bounds in the short corner to my right. Alverno basketball, red and white bring it across. Alternating hand dribble by Zarda. Moving over to the right side. Zarda, right of the circle, three is off a bit to the right, off the right side of the rim, and the rebound secured by Zeno. Gardner, over to the right side for Yost. Yost down the left blocks, rejected by Wilcox, but they're gonna say Wilcox got body. And it'll be a foul against Wilcox. That'll be her second, and the second against the team. That will put Yost at the line. Yost six of seven at the charity stripe for the freshman out of Menasha. Two time all first team all conference selection. And she misses the first opportunity just off the front of the rim. Yost had a career high 10 points at Concordia Chicago on January 30th and she misses them both. Six of seven at the stripe and goes 0 for two. Tise with the rebound for Alverno. Left side, Rootkin for a three, it's off the mark. Wilcox with the putback, good! Wilcox with eight points in the game, just two short of her career high, or four short of her career high. Last time out, she had a career high a dozen. Underneath, Zeno, she's double teamed, and Hudson is able to get the ball away. Oh, Alverno doing a good job double teaming the bigs underneath for Lakeland. Six minutes to play in the third quarter. Alverno down by eight. The feed to Tise works around Zeno. Shot is no good, put back no. Wilcox attempt no, but she was fouled. There's a couple offensive boards for Alverno. And that foul will go against Gardner. That will be her second. Wilcox at the line for a couple more attempts. Wilcox first away, and she rattles her first one down here in the game. Maybe that'll build some confidence for Vorian. One of five from the charity stripe. In this game, 38% on the season coming in. Trying to pull the Inferno to within half a dozen and gets the shooter's roll on that one. She's in double figures. First player in the game in double figures is Wilcox with 10 points. Next closest is six. And it's Walding who has the basketball now down the right blocks. A little Euro step there by Walding. Can't get it to fall. Rootkin with the rebound for Alverno. That's her fifth. Zarda over to Hudson on the left wing. Hudson, one dribble, uses it up. Gives to Rootkin straight on. Feeds Wilcox at the free throw line. The reach-in is going to be called against Gardner. And Gardner has picked up her third personal foul for the junior out of Evergreen Park, Illinois. Three-time all-conference selection. Four-time team captain is gonna have to check out of the game. And Bellows is gonna take a seat. She looks a little labored over there. Nyland will come in to replace Gardner. Gardner averaging almost 35 minutes a game. Probably not gonna get there in this one. Long inbound pass is gonna be picked off by Downs. Wilcox backing up on that and Downs Ends up walking, and it'll be a turnover to Alverno. And checking in is Far Zeno, and seeing her first action of the game for Lakeland is Ellie Felsinger, the 5'11 sophomore out of Cedar Grove, Wisconsin. Two-time captain, team MVP as a senior. Appearing in her sixth game, Zarda as Alverno's within six, short left corner jumper is a little bit short by Tise, and the rebound on the opposite side, grabbed by Walding for Lakeland. Walding moving to the left side, using a screen down the left blocks, and Rukin cut in, but a little too late, and Walding will be at the line. Rukin will pick up her first personal, the third against the team, and that will put Walding at the line. Walding a good free throw shooter, eight of 11 on the season for Walding at the charity stripe for Lakeland. And she drops the first one in. Walding now with seven points in the game. She came in averaging five and a half, but seven over the last three games. And she surpasses that mark with the second free throw. She now has eight. Back up to an eight point lead as well for Lakeland. Zarda moving the left side, gives to Hudson. Hudson, straight on to Rutgen, over to the right side for Zarda, thought about a long three, kicks it over to Rutgen on the left wing, straight on Hudson, back to Rutgen, Rukin, one dribble, short left corner, uses up, 10 on the shot clock, Wilcox down the right blocks, to the basket, throws it up and in, Wilcox has equaled her career high back to back one dozen point performances for the freshman out of Dickinson, Texas. six point lead for Lakeland, 4.15 to play in our third quarter. Left side Walding gives it up to Nyland, into the right corner, far a three, little too strong, and Wilcox with the rebound, she now has four in the game for Alverno. Four minutes to go here in our third quarter. Alverno within six, Wilcox tries to fire underneath to Tise. Zeno knocks it out of bounds baseline, and that'll allow Will an opportunity to check in for Zeno. And now Bellows will come in to match up against Will. So you start to see maybe the plan for Alverno here. Tise against Zeno, Will against Bellows, but they have Felsinger out there as kind of a second big now. We'll have to see how that plays out, and Zarda didn't get it in in time. Five second call. Six point lead for Lakeland. Nyland brings it across. Gives over to the left side to Walding. Walding feeds Felsinger. Felsinger over Wilcox. Up and in. Felsinger averaging two points a game. Knocks that one in. Back up to an eight point lead with three and a half to play. Will out on Hudson. Out to Rutgen, straight on three. That's an uptown ball, living in a downtown world for Angie Rutgen with the triple. Rutgen three of 14 coming in on the season. She'd missed her last eight three-point attempts. She drops that one in. Walding down the right blocks, puts a lot of body into Bellows and the foul will go against Bellows as Bellows was in motion. And that'll be the third against Bellows, so getting into a little bit of dangerous territory there for Kashia. And that'll put Walding back at the line. Walding, just there, she was two for two last opportunity and hits it off the front of the rim that time. 10 of 14 now on the season after that miss by Walding. Second free throw is good. Walding now with nine points in the game, equaling what she had last time out. Left side, Hudson. Alverno trailing by half a dozen, balls tipped away by Farr. Farr loses it behind her, and now she's gonna have to wait for help. Finds Will, Will, low post right side, puts it up with the left hand and gets it to fall. Courtesy bounce off the rim. And Will now has seven points in the game, up to an eight point lead again for Lakeland. Bellows straight on six footer and hers hits off the back iron and drops in. Bellows just six points in the game but she's been getting it done in other ways as she's been matching Will block for block, rebound for rebound, even has a steal underneath. In the left corner, Walding. Walding a couple dribbles, Felsinger at the free throw line, down the left blocks and she walks. Oh no, three second call against Will. And a turnover to Alverno. Checking in for the Inferno will be Cooper and for the first time for the Muskies, the 5'9'' senior out of Lakeside Lutheran High School, Katie Burkholz, appearing in her fourth game now for the Muskies this year. Both teams with 10 turnovers in the game. Alverno has done a good job of managing the basketball and they find themselves in this one, trailing by just half a dozen with two minutes to play in the third quarter. Wilcox in the free throw circle. One dribble tries to get it to Bellows and way over through Bellows. That looked like a Jay Cutler pass. Under two to play here in the third quarter. Six point deficit for Alverno. Burkholtz on the left wing. Straight on Will over to the right side for Farr. Over to Burkholz, left of the circle. Burkholtz looking around, finds Felsinger outside the block's left side, working her way against Wilcox, backing up Wilcox and able to get it to drop. Felsinger with four points. That's what she averaged last year. Came into this game averaging just 1.8. Cooper to Rutkin, over to Zarda on the right wing. A three, Zarda drops it in! Triple for Zarda. She's got five points in the game. again she's been struggling good to see Alverno start to put some of these in the feet underneath the Felsinger and Wilcox are underneath that will be the third against Vorian and that will put Felsinger at the line Felsinger one of two from the charity stripe she hasn't been there much this season she hits the first She's got five points in the game, that equals her season high that she hit against WLC on February 13th. Career high for Felsinger of 13 points, that coming in February of 2020, and she hits the second. This two big lineup with Felsinger has paid some dividends for Lakeland. They have a seven point lead with a minute to play in the third quarter. Rukin straight on, finds Wilcox at the free throw line burke are, Nyland all over, Wilcox going to the basket and the foul is going to be called against Nyland and that will be the second against Nyland. Nyland who hit a triple in the first quarter, she ended a long drought where she had missed eight straight three-point attempts over three games. Wilcox back at the line for Alverno. And Wilcox a little bit strong and off to the right on that one. She goes to check with Coach Rockwell about something and will now attempt her second. Wilcox, the one place she's been struggling in this game. And it's been all season, 38% from the charity stripe, two of seven in tonight's game and gets the shooter's roll on that one though. And Wilcox with a new career high, 13 points in the game and still have over a quarter to play. Alverno trailing by six, Will straight on, far on the right wing, Far moves to the right, cuts to the basket, scoop layup, doesn't fall, Felsinger tries to put it back up, she loses it, Nyland feeds Will on the left side, and Will, a wide open look, is able to knock that one down, she has nine points in the game. Will Wilcox for Alverno, still the only player in double figures. Bellows, a short right corner shot is a little bit short and Will with the rebound on the other side. Megan Will now with 10 rebounds in the game. Seven seconds left to go here in the quarter. Felsinger against Wilcox, up and in and that's not good. Wilcox has picked up her fourth. Three fouls here in the third quarter by Wilcox. She had been doing so well and just started to kind of take that extra swipe. So Felsinger at the line, she's two of two, trying to convert the three point play and she does. Seven points for Felsinger here in the third quarter and Alverno will just let time run down. Things were looking really good at times for Alverno in that third quarter. As they pulled to within four at one point in time but they find themselves down 11 now as we head into the fourth quarter of play. I'm happy to bring you this broadcast of Alverno Inferno basketball tonight. We thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy the production and the opportunity to watch this game between Alverno and Lakeland, will you consider clicking the donate button in the lower left corner just under the video window that has the text title of the game. All donations go towards Alverno Athletics. Thanks for your consideration. Now, despite everything, Alverno playing well in this one, but they're still trailing by 11. 14 of 42 shooting for Alverno. 18 of 46 for Lakeland. Both teams with two triples in the game. Lakeland, 8 of 12 from the charity stripe. Alverno, 5 of 10. Lakeland with a four rebound lead as well. Turnovers, 11 for each team. Points off turnovers is the difference in this one. As Lakeland has been able to turn their 11 turnovers into a 10 point advantage, 16 to six. Points in the paint, they're doubling up Alverno, 28 to 14, second chance points about even, just a slight lead, five to four in favor of Lakeland. <laughs> Alverno trailing by 11, but here's the thing, they got it down to four in that third quarter, so they can do it. They've shown themselves that they can do it, that they can keep this one close. They just gotta have good possessions, Tise. Gives to Cooper, Cooper tries to feed Bellows, knocked away by Zeno, picked up by Gardner for Lakeland. Gardner's gonna reset the offense. Wilcox having to take a little bit of a breather with four fouls to start this fourth quarter. Gardner finds her way to the basket and she's gonna be fouled by Zarda. Gardner with her first points. Since the first quarter, she's got six in the game and she'll be at the line. Gardner struggles from the free throw line. As checking in for Alverno will be Hudson for Cooper. Gardner just 55% from the charity stripe on the season. 62% in her career. And she drops that one in. She has seven points in the game. Coming off a career high 16 points against Edgewood. 14 point lead now as the pass by Hudson was read well by Gardner looking for Bellows underneath. Gardner with it between the arcs. Alverno with back to back turnovers here. Not a good way to start things off. Zeno with a quick fire to Will. Will again contested by Bellows. Throws it off the rim and Hudson with the rebound for Alverno a minute expired here in the fourth quarter. Rukin. Tise out to Zarda on the right wing. Bellows, short right corner jumper, is off the front of the rim. Rebound is grabbed by Walding, contested by Rukin, but Rukin couldn't get it away. Walding, driving in the paint, gets it to Zeno. They kick it out for, for Yost. Yost leaves it for Zeno, short right corner jumper, off the back iron. Yost with the rebound, falling out of bounds, throws it into Zarda for Alverno. Not numbers for Alverno. It's four on three in favor of Lakeland. So they hold it up. Rutgen out to Zarda. Zarda at the top of the key over to Hudson on the right wing. Hudson to Rutgen. They swing it to Zarda. Will coming out to guard. And it may have been partially blocked by Will. And Zeno with the rebound under the basket. Gardner fires underneath. Yost. Yost. Can't get it to fall and the rebound will come down to Alverno and there is a foul before the rebound. That will go against Yost. She picks up her second in the first team foul. Will will check out. Felsinger will come in for Lakeland as they've kept this slightly bigger lineup. They've kept two bigs out there between Zeno, Felsinger, and Will and that has worked out really well for them thus far as Alverno had pulled it to within four and then they went with that lineup and a Felsinger had a great third quarter. TCA at the free throw line. Gets it out to Hudson on the left wing. 10 on the shot clock. Zarda straight on over to Hudson. Hudson puts up a shot, can't get it to fall. Rutgen tips the rebound but right to Felsinger for Lakeland. Gardner across the median. Slows things up at the three meter line for the volleyball court. Zeno in the short left corner, all the way across right wing to Gardner. Gardner works her way to the basket around Hudson and puts it up and in. Gardner starting to be a lot more aggressive now as she has nine points. Four different Lakeland players with nine points and Alverno will take a timeout. Will, Walding, Felsinger and Gardner all with nine points for Lakeland. Wilcox leads all scores with 13. But she's going to be on the bench for at least probably a couple more minutes here with 7.14 to play as she picked up three fouls in that second quarter or third quarter. She had done so well. She had one in the first half. It came late in the second quarter and it looks like she's going to check in actually coming off of this timeout for Alverno. She's already got a career high with 13 points, but she has already fouled out of two games this season and She registered four fouls in three other games. Now four other games this year. She's been averaging nine and a half points and nine and a half rebounds. She did that against WLC. The rebound's a little light today, but the points are up there with 13 to go with the four rebounds. Bellows has been matching Will for the most part. Bellows with eight rebounds. Will in double figures with 10. Will with nine points. That's one area now as Will had a nice third quarter that she's taken over the lead over Bellows There is Bellows with half a dozen. 16 point lead for Lakeland. It is their largest lead of the game as Alverno takes the timeout. And the last time Elverno used a timeout they had a nice little 6-0 mini run. See if they saw something here where they can exploit Lakeland, Hudson. Over to Rupkin on the right wing. Underneath the bellows against Felsinger. Goes with the left hand. Can't get it to fall. Rebound. It's going to be a jump ball. And the alternating possession will give it to Lakeland. A good job by Wilcox there. Of Gardner had the rebound and Wilcox was able to get her hands on the ball. She heard the whistle and pulled away. She was fearful. Maybe she picked up her fifth. But it was for something good on that one. Walding. Down the right blocks against Rupkin, leaves it out on the right wing for Yost. They feed underneath to Felsinger, outside the blocks on the left side, going against Wilcox. Wilcox standing straight up, that's all she can do with four fouls. Felsinger now with nine points. Five different players for Lakeland, and a steal by Yost, and Yost overshoots it. And Zarda gets it back for Alverno, so no harm, no foul. Rookin on the left side, in the left corner, feeds Bellows, Bellows tries to leave it out, they're able to get it out to Hudson in the right corner, they swing it around to Rukin left wing, Bellows out to Zarda for a three, right wing is a little bit short, rebound is picked up by Zeno beyond the arc, near where Zarda shot that one, and Lakeland has it, they'll slow it down. Gardner leaves it out for Walding. Walding, free throw line extended right side to Gardner, low right wing. Gardner to Felsinger. Outside the blocks on the right side. Throws it behind her for Yost. Out to Walding with 10 on the shot clock. Underneath for Zeno. Zeno backing up Bellows. Turnaround jumper off the mark. And the rebound goes out of bounds off of Gardner. It will be Alverno basketball. Gardner doesn't agree with that one. Far, Will, and Nyland check into the game. Oh, and actually they're going to call Gardner for her fourth foul. So Gardner picks up her fourth. She's still out there. Wilcox for Alverno playing with four. So she's got to be careful as well. 18-point lead now for Lakeland. 53-35, five and a half minutes to play in the game. Hudson on the left wing. Gets it to Rutkin, she was in trouble. Back to Hudson, left wing. Hudson, dribble to the right, dribble to the left. Gets cut off, 10 on the shot clock. Zarda to Hudson in the left corner. Hudson trying to work her way around Will and Will is gonna pick up a foul. That will be the first against Will. Third against Lakeland. 53-35 the lead for the Muskies. 513 to play, Zarda looking to inbound. Zarda gets it in up top to Bellows. Bellows waiting for Zarda to come back around. Zarda now between the arcs. Moving to the right, gives to Rukin. Rukin feeds Wilcox. Free throw line extended right side. Tries to get it to Bellows underneath. Knocked away by Felsinger. Picked up by Hudson and a reach in by Gardner. She's done. That'll be the fifth personal against Gardner. She fouls out of the game with 4.57 to play. She was having a really nice fourth quarter here as she had five points in the fourth. So Zarda will look to get it back in and gets it in up top to Hudson. Under five to play here in the fourth. Rutgen a three is a little bit off the mark. The rebound is still loose and finally picked up by Far near the three meter line. Barr brings it across, moving over to the right side into the hands of Walding. Feeds Felsinger, Felsinger working against Wilcox, tries to get it to Will underneath and it will go out of bounds and they're gonna call a foul against Will. Will will pick up her second and that will actually put Lakeland over the limit and that'll put Zarda at the line shooting two. And Coach Peterson wanting an explanation from the official and the official saying she pushed and now Gardner is out already out of the game she's out on the court nearly clapping and she's got to be careful she's already out of the game but you don't want to be out of other games they have a couple more left one tomorrow and then friday and saturday zarda at the line two of two on the season from the charity stripe for zarda And she's too strong on her first attempt. Zarda, her last game, didn't attempt a shot. First time this season that that happened. She makes the second, she has half a dozen for Alverno. Came in averaging four, so better than her average. Career high for Zarda is eight. Walding. Over to the right side, and they're going to call a foul against Rukin. Rukin picks up her second, and that's the second against Alverno. A lot of twos on there. Second foul against Alverno on number 22. Second foul against her. They get it into Felsinger. Right elbow feeds Will, working against Bellows. Will, another turnaround throw-up shot, doesn't get it to fall. I don't know that she looks at the basket on half her shots. It's been really interesting to watch tonight. Rutgen into the short left corner, bellows, rattles partway down and out, and Will with another rebound. She has 11. Had an opportunity to call Will's games when she was at Lake Mills. Pulling up at the free throw line, handing off to Will, right elbow jumper. When she gets a look, she is been automatic tonight, but she is not giving herself a chance to get a very good look very often. She becomes the second Lakeland player in double figures. She now has a double-double with 11 points and 11 rebounds. Hudson on the left wing, tries to pass it across, knocked away by Far and picked up by Felsinger. As we said, she's recorded now 11 double doubles in her career, has Will as she stands with the basketball at the free throw line. Nylon left wing, far straight on. Far looking for a screen, now moving away from the screen to the right. 10 on the shot clock, the feed underneath the Felsinger, double teamed, gives to Will. Will, 12 footer, left side is good. Again, when she gets a look, she's knocked him down here tonight. Hudson a long three from the right wing. Her first shot attempt is too heavy and Felsinger with the rebound with 2.40 to play. Now a 21 point lead for Lakeland as they have just worn down Alverno here in the fourth quarter. Deep bench helps you out a lot, Walding. Can't get it to fall and Will again with the rebound It just right away puts up a shot. Doesn't really get a good look at the basket and misses it and it goes to Hudson. Rutgen underneath to Wilcox. Wilcox off the glass and off the rim and Felsinger with another rebound for the fish. 57-36 the lead and they will take a timeout and Looks like we're going to have, are we going to have some subs? Looks like there's going to be some subs coming in. And waiting to see, Downs is out there. It looks like Sydney Walker is going to check into the game, appearing in her fourth game, the freshman out of Flint, Michigan. First team all-conference as a senior. Started 74 of 80 varsity games in high school. And it looks like Coach Peterson's still trying to decide who's going to get out there. They could only bring 18. I'm imagining they might have a different 18 tomorrow to spread the wealth a little bit. Kenzie McKee checking into the game. Her first collegiate action for the freshman out of Rochester, Indiana. Honorable mention all conference as a junior. And also entering for... Lakeland will be Michelle Perkadani. Perkadani appearing in her fifth game. She's actually started a game this year out of Kirkland, Illinois. She led her high school team in scoring all four years, playing in her 26th career game. And then Zeno will also check in. And it will be Lakeland basketball coming off the timeout. Lakeland was all the way down on the defensive end of the court. Entering for Alverno for the second time in the game is Elena Smith in for her first time. And this one is Sophia Jorgensen for the Inferno. The freshman out of Milwaukee went to Whitnall. Zeno on the right wing, downs for three, rattles out, and the rebound is grabbed originally by Jorgensen. She's tied up, but the possession arrow keeps it with Alverno and Jorgensen will inbound. Jorgensen seeing action in her fifth game. Zarda on the right wing. She's going to reset the offense with 100 seconds left to play in the game. A 21 point lead for Lakeland. Hudson, 15 footer, is a little bit too hard, and the rebound is grabbed by Lakeland. Downs over to the right side for Perkadani. Perkadani feeds it underneath, and it's shot is a little bit too strong but going to the line for Lakeland will be Kelsey McKee and the foul will go against Jorgensen that will be her first and first time for McKee at the line in her collegiate career and gets the shooter's roll member of, a, of the conference championship team at her high school in her senior year. Second free throw for McKee is misses Everything. So nailed the first one with some jitters, but the second one, not so much. Checking in for Lakeland will be Nicole Sackman. Also into the game is Chanel Bradford. Her twin Chastity also plays on the team. Smith on the right wing. Gives into the short right corner by Jorgensen. Ball is loose and it's going to be picked up by Perkadani. Perkadani brings it across with a minute to play. A 22 point lead. Down the left blocks Walker. Her layup is too strong. Put back is off the mark. Walker with a rebound and her attempt again is a little bit short and Tise comes up with the rebound for Alverno with 45 seconds to play. Smith on the right wing, and we have, and the shot clock didn't get reset, so they're gonna put some more time on the shot clock as it was already down to eight. They're gonna add 10 seconds. 58-36 Lakeland is going to pick up their third win of the season and end a four game losing streak here. Short left corner jumper no good by Hudson missed everything the rebound on the other side picked up by Chanel Bradford. Bradford has the ball knocked away and loses it and it's going to be grabbed by Zarda with 25 seconds to go in the game. Zarda using a screen from Teese, had an open shot, gives off to Hudson. Hudson tries to feed Tsay underneath and Perkadani with the steal for Lakeland and we're gonna have a timeout for some more substitutions for Lakeland. Brianna Jones will check into the game as will Katie Black. Jones appearing in her fourth game, the sophomore out of Indianapolis and Black, the freshman out of Wyoiga, will check in for the first time in her collegiate career. If you got any turtles, let them loose. Bleck says she's afraid of turtles. Good time to do that. Working, Jones feeds it to Chanel Bradford. Bradford misses the bunny, and the rebound grabbed by Hudson, and the clock is gonna expire. And Lakeland picks up the win. 58 to 36 over Alverno as Alverno does not get a field goal in the fourth quarter. One free throw is all Alverno could muster in that fourth quarter of play. The Inferno in the third quarter had knocked the game down to four points on a couple of different occasions and just ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. When you're running as deep as Lakeland is, you can do that. Lakeland Lakeland could play matchups a little bit better. They could go to a two big lineup that uh, Alverno doesn't necessarily have the opportunity to do too much there. And uh, that was really kind of the difference in the game is once Lakeland went to that too big lineup underneath, they, uh, they were able to kind of get control of the game in that third quarter after Alverno was hanging around four to six points. They went to that two big formation and they that was the uh that was really kind of the difference in that one. That's where Lakeland started to uh pull away and they end up winning it big here, 58-36, but for Alverno, one of their better games overall of the season. Let's take a look at our stats from this one. Lakeland, 23 of 65 shooting. They shot 35.5%. Alverno was good until that, uh, until that fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, Alverno 0 of 11 on field goals, 0 of 4 from outside. So at that point in time, they're 14 of 42, so you're looking at their 33.3%, which for Alverno was better than their season average, and they end up right at their season average, actually a tick under. They came in shooting two, 26.8%. They finished this game 26.4%. Two for 12 from distance for Alverno. They hadn't hit more than one three-pointer in each of the last four games. They had none last time out. there. are 0 of 6. The three three-pointers is their second best, or the two three-pointers, third best total on the season for Alverno. 10 of 15 from the charity stripe for Lakeland. Alverno, 6 of 12 from the charity stripe one of the differences we talked about how alverno did on the boards and uh, they ended up losing the rebounding battle by 7 46 39 still a few rebounds over their season average for alverno as they came in averaging about 35 and a half rebounds a contest but end up minus 7 there minus 5 on the offensive boards that's uh, that's a big part of the uh, difference turnovers alverno 17 lakeland 12 at the end of the third quarter, it was 11-all, so Alverno, again, just really kind of ran out of gas running up against a much deeper Lakeland squad in that fourth quarter, and all-game here. Ten steals for Lakeland, seven for Alverno. The seven steals, the second best total for Alverno on the season. The points off turnovers, 21-6, to six, plus 15 in favor of Lakeland. And again, that's one of the areas where Alverno's really been hurting as they are minus 30 a game in that category. So to be down 15 on that one, uh, you know, not too bad considering how they played. The problem for Alverno was they, when the rebound or when the turnover battle was about even, they were still losing that scoring total by four or five points, and that's a, that's a rough one. 20-point differential and points in the paint in favor of Lakeland. Second chance points, despite Lakeland having those extra offensive rebounds, those five extra offensive rebounds, they were just plus one in second chance points, five to four. Take a look at our individual statistics in this one. And for Lakeland, the scoring leader was Megan Will. She finished with a double-double, her 21st career double-double. 13 points, 12 rebounds. She had four blocks, a steal, and an assist. She only shot 30% in the game. Will came in shooting 56%, but a really great job by Keshaya Bellows underneath as Again, Will, when you look at the shots where she actually had a look at the hoop, she was probably about 5 of 8 in the game on those shots. Something like 1 of 12, if I had to put an educated guess towards it, on balls where she just kind of grabbed it and didn't really look to the basket and just put up a shot. So she really struggled in that way. 1 of 1 at the charity stripe for Will. Pretty good job by Alverno against Will. As she came in averaging 13.4 points a game, and, and she scores right at her average of 13 points. And when in her six games against Alverno in her career, she had over 14 points and seven rebounds. 11 points for Felsinger off the bench. She was four of four and three of three from the charity stripe. She had four rebounds and assists. Gardner, who fouled out of the game, had nine points and five rebounds in the game. Nine points for Walding. She had four assists and a couple of boards. Five points, eight rebounds for Yost. She added a couple of assists and a steal. Four points, a pair of rebounds, a couple of assists for Zeno. Three points for Nylon to go with a rebound, an assist, and a block. Three points for Farr to go with three boards and an assist. She also had a pair of steals and one point in the game for McKee as she picks up her first collegiate points and Walker for Lakeland. She also, Ends up picking up her first collegiate point as well as she finishes. Uh, as she finished, or no, check that Walker didn't score, she was 0 of 2, sorry, with the rebound. Was reading the wrong column there. Two steals for Perkadani in limited action in the final two minutes of the game. Bradford had a rebound, and then Downs in 11 minutes had a couple of boards and a steal for the Inferno. Leading the way for Alverno was Vorian Wilcox. Wilcox, five of ten shooting. She struggled again at the at the charity stripe, but right at her season average, three of eight, thirty-eight percent. She had thirteen points, four rebounds, four assists, a couple of blocks. She turned the ball over six times. She's been averaging about five turnovers a game, um, so right about at her season average there. Rukin had seven points, six rebounds, three assists. Zarda with six points, four rebounds. In the game, she also added a steal, six points for Bellows, eight rebounds for Bellows. She had three blocks, an assist, and a steal. And in that first half and into that third quarter, she really just played with Will again until they went to that two big lineup. And then uh, Lakeland actually took Will off of Bellows. That's how well Bellows was playing in this game, is that Lakeland took their their main big. Their, their top player off of Bellows and put her out on the perimeter a lot of times, covering the shortest player for the Inferno. And so that's a, that was an interesting move, and it paid off, paid dividends going to that two-big formation for Lakeland. Two points for Cooper in the game. They came at the charity stripe. She had a steal in the game as well. Two points for Tsa to go with four rebounds. Hudson, no points. She did have six rebounds, a couple of assists, and four steals. Smith, no points in five minutes, and Jorgensen had no points, a rebound in a couple of minutes. So Alverno falls to 0-9 on the season. They have now lost 11 straight dating back to last season as they weren't able to connect on a field goal in the fourth quarter, only had one free throw made as they just kind of ran out of gas against this deep Lakeland team. Meanwhile, Lakeland improves to 3-5. and They end a four-game losing streak. They are 2-5 and in conference play. Alverno finishes up their season tomorrow night here at the Ryman Gymnasium. Matt Pawley will have the call for you. Lakeland, they still have a couple of games coming up. They will be playing on Friday and Saturday as they have to uh, host Marion. So they will be playing against Marion on the 26th and 27th, and then the NAC tournament starts uh, the following week. So they will, uh, they will have a couple of extra games under their belt. Uh, well, not extra games, but a couple of later games here, of some makeup games for the Muskies. For the assistant athletic director, SID, here at Alverno, Sean Engel, I'm Don Wadowitz, reminding you to live life to the fullest and be good to one another. The final again, Lakeland 58, Alverno 36. Thanks for watching on the Alverno Sports Network.